Hey, this is Ice Spice, live with Jason Hughes. Get ready. Hey, it's not a great dope. Yeah. Hey, it's the goddamn podcast, bro. What up, Jason? This is Jason Hughes, and welcome. To the goddamn Hey, you like to drink a little beer and then sip on some liquor? Open up your ears and then come and chill with us. Have a conversation trying to paint you a picture. Everybody see it, we gon' talk about these issues. Throw in your two cents and come up with a nickel. We be talking cat shit if we ain't, how you figure? The goddamn podcast satisfied like a snicker. Now come and get a taste and stick your tongue out like a listen. You're now listening to the goddamn podcast. Here's your host, Jason Hughes. Before we get started, you guys, I, well, well, first, how are you guys doing? I got Rox and Jackie in the house. How y'all doing? Y'all ready? Y'all ready for uh, the weekend? Everybody ready for the weekend? I what, mean, what, matter of fact, what y'all doing? I mean, it's Friday. I'm over here taking shots already this weekend. It's been a, it's been a rough week. It's been a busy week. Work was kind of busy. Got some personal news that, you know, kind of tore me up a little bit and I'm still trying to process. Um, but yeah, I don't actually, Jason, I don't know what I'm doing for the weekend. I know it's Super Bowl weekend, but at the same time, it's supposed to rain all freaking weekend in Nashville. It sure is. It sure is. Yeah, I don't even know how I feel about it. Uh, uh, Jack A, any big plans for the weekend? <laughs> I wish. No. Um, you know me, I work seven days a week, so I'm going to work this weekend, both days. And um, by Sunday, I'm probably just going to sit at home, take a couple shots, eat something and go to bed because I got to work on Monday. God damn. Yeah. So, yeah, my life is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, believe it or not, I got to work on Monday, too. I really think they need to make... It the day after the Super Bowl, yeah, they need they they need to make it a national holiday, or they need to at least make put the Super Bowl on Saturday. I agree. Yeah, because that's some bullshit. Because it's, it's the, like the number one call out day for people. It is, yeah, and they say that the people that do show up are not productive. Right? Why would you be? You're hungover. Right. And your bellies are still stuffed full of food from the day before, so you're in a food coma and hungover. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I will be working on monday but uh i would not be a hundred percent you guys <laughs> jason i would say we need to find jackie a life sponsor since she has to work seven days a week but i don't think her boyfriend would appreciate that right <laughs> i don't like that term life sponsor but at our age that's what it is lord have mercy unless he's a finest it's fuck life sponsor i ain't gonna fuck him so that's all he's gonna be is a life sponsor. Yeah. But but he's gonna be wanting the good. But he gonna have to find somebody else. He can have somebody on the side. I can have somebody on the side. That's how it'll work. I look he at just it like needs to support my habits. I look at it like this. If I'm gonna be a life sponsor for somebody, somebody need to be a sex coach for me. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jason. What you're going to get, be careful, is you're going to get the younger gals. So they want a sugar daddy. So see, there's a difference there. You're th- I don't you're, mind that. You're, so hey, see, anybody looking for a sugar daddy? That's different. <laughs> see, now if you, if 
you know, you're not a life sponsor. You're going to be a sugar daddy to the young girls. Now, God, if you damn. if you want a life sponsor, you got to go from the older women. And we already know Jason does not like older women. Jason will tell you that. Yeah, he, he's not even going to date right. a woman his age, ladies and gentlemen. We'll discuss that on a different podcast. I we will discuss date somebody it on their age. They just got to be up to par. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not being arrogant. I'm just being uh, real. They got to be up to par. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, then. Okay. All I'm right. Keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Jackie's not going <laughs> to. We'll have to go to the gyms and find him a real muscle woman. Oh, no, I won't yeah. know. Well, I won't know. You want somebody who's fit, don't you? Oh, oh, lo- uh, lo- you know. So what do you mean up to par? What like I a mean. cushion for the pushing, Jason. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, Bring it on. <laughs> uh, yeah, the thing about it, y'all know my type. Uh, it's got, you know, I don't mind the 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 thickness or, or whatever, but they got they gotta at least be my height or shorter. They ain't gotta be in shape, but Jason likes sick women. You said sick women. I said thick oh, women. Oh, thick women, yeah. Thick. Yeah. Yeah, I I I like thick women, but I also like petite. Okay. I like petite. Well, there are, big ass. There are some older women who are thick and petite. There's nothing wrong with them. So why wouldn't you date somebody your own age or maybe a couple years older? You go for the younger chicks. Huh? <laughs> okay, you guys. Uh, Jackie is putting me on the spot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are off topic already, but that's so quite all right. We this ain't is getting got, juicy. Yeah, we ain't even got to the I'm topic. I'm sorry. Y'all brought this up. I'm curious. <laughs> okay. The, uh, the, 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 Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, while Jason's uh, talking, Jackie and I are taking shots. <laughs> or while J- Jason's over here uh, sputtering okay, and stuttering. Yeah, I am stuttering. Uh, you know, it's just that uh, it just, I don't know. It's just that I just feel like I'm more attracted, you know, to, to younger women. And, okay. you know, uh, their, their experience in the bedroom is not as good. But Everybody's teachable. There's a teachable moment. There is a teachable moment. So you like to be teached or te- you like to teach? I like to teach. I like to be the okay. teacher. He wants I'm to be the, the teacher. teacher. She's the okay. student. Yeah. Okay. And it's just my question. Yes, yes. I can handle that. Yeah, so put on this skirt and them thigh-high socks. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants a little Catholic schoolgirl, ladies and God gentlemen. God damn! Um... A naughty one. Right. I, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Jason, has a younger one ever taught you a thing or two, though? It's a, yeah. it's a question. Have you ever been the student instead of the teacher? No. Oh, no. interesting. No. However, I can at least say there's been somebody younger that has done something to me, and I'd be like, where the fuck she learned that from? Yeah. <laughs> Jason liked it, too, apparently. I showed it all. Like, well, how the fuck she learned that? He'd been looking for it now, and everyone probably. Yeah, damn, hey, I was looking for her in the daytime with a flashlight. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah, I am not gonna lie. I'm like, shit. She done been around the world, and I, yeah, yeah. 
I can't find my baby. <laughs> I feel like it's getting hot. I know. Yeah. It's going to start playing we, in a minute. It's them damn shots. We talking too much goddamn shit. All right. So, okay, here we go. So, before we get started, we have a sponsor for this episode, you guys. Ooh, yeah. Is it your natty light? <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Whitney's Weave and Wine Warehouse. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. And so the description is you need some hair, but also need some alcohol and don't want to make two stops. Damn. You've come to the right spot. She probably making some money. Right. Whitney's Weave and Wine carry the very best brands of horse hair and premium brand wine. So come on down to Whitney's where you can get your wine. And hair piece to look fine. <laughs> Whit- Whitney's Weave and Wine Warehouse, you guys. <laughs> We're really getting up there now. We got a sponsor. Jason, we're going to be paid before long. <laughs> yeah, this came from the Chitlin Circuit. Oh, no. Oh, forget. I'm done. Mic drop. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this ad came from the Chitlin Circuit. Roxanne has left the building. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Okay. I can't uh, do chitlins. Jason, <laughs> I'm going to have to fire my co-host. And I'm like, Jackie, do you want to be my co-host? Jason, you're going to be fired. Yeah. Yeah. It came from yeah. the chitlin circuit. I'm so done. Let's not say chitlins again, please. Yeah. Lord have mercy. All right. So now let's get into our topic for today. I forgot we had a topic. Right. <laughs> I had I, I had to put this in there. Cheating in the next room. Cheating in the next room. Making plans to meet him soon. God damn. Talking softly on, on the, the telephone. telephone. <laughs> Making plans to meet him somewhere along. God damn. He's spitting the facts. Okay. So one of the biggest debates between everyone is what is considered cheating in a relationship? Most consider having a physical affair with another partner as cheating. However, I was told that cheating is anything you aren't sharing with your significant other. Damn straight. Emotional cheating is far worse than Yeah, we finna get into that. Than physical. So, if your partner doesn't know about it, it probably is cheating. Before we do a deep dive into this topic, I have some scenarios we are going to decide if it's cheating or not with the podcast crew. (laughs) 
All right, so I'm going to throw out these scenarios, you guys. All right. So the first scenario. Harmless flirting. Is that considered cheating? Because we've all done it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Hey, I flirted with co-workers, uh friends of mine, and it was harmless, but I was married. I've done that too. And I don't really think it's cheating. You're just um I I don't I don't wanna say this wrong. You're just having a little bit of fun with your friends. Um it's not going to lead anywhere because you both know that, you know, either you're in a relationship or you're, you're just not, you just don't feel that way about each other, but it's just innocent flirting. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that you're comfortable with this person. You're just going to have a good time, but it's not going to lead anywhere because you're friends. Right. And see <clears throat> with me, when I, I like to, I like to embarrass people. Uh, you know, so I will flirt with somebody to see if their face going to turn red. And, and if it does, then, you know, I've completed my mission. Right. And, you know, that's, you know, and to me, there's, you know, it, to me, it's, all, it, 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 it's like a tease. It's more yeah. of a tease than it is a flirt. But some people consider it as cheating. What do you think, Rox? Um, I I agree with um, you know, you and Jackie and stuff. That I don't really see, depending on the actions. I guess you know, it's yeah. I don't see it as as cheating because you know, harmless flirting. Is, you know, sometimes, like you said, you're doing it because you know you're going to embarrass the person. Right. You know that there's like a little nerve there that's going to get them embarrassed. And so you do it to see how quick that you could get them there. Um, and then the other thing is, is sometimes you're hyping that person up. You know that they've had a bad day or you know, right. something's going on. And so it's kind of just your way of, of hyping them up to remind them, hey, you, you know, it's all good kind of thing. Um, so I don't really see it as that. And then, hey, honestly, Jason, sometimes the way we banter back and forth, people might think we, you know. Yeah. You. Yeah. And and there is nothing. We will never cross the line. You know, you're my brother. So Don't you believe it? No, I'm playing. <laughs> well, just cross another fourth wall. <laughs> Cutting him off. Gonna have to kick him out of the podcast. Um, but no, I think harmless flirting is fine. But there is a fine line between that and actual flirting to cheat. And if you cross that line, then that's a whole nother story. Okay. Okay. Well, let, okay. Let's say this because apparently none of us in this room are married. Okay. So. But we have all been married. Yeah. We've all been married. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so do you think that if we all were married, would, you know, would we do that? What you know, would we do that? I did while I was married, but it was with friends. Right. You know, I don't flirt with strangers. 
when I'm married. That's just, that's just wrong. But it's with my close friends and, you know, some of his guy friends. They they know there's nothing that's going to happen. I mean, and my husband knew about it. I mean, half the time he was standing right there laughing about it. Oh, hey. And so, yeah, it's just, just harmless flirting with friends. Yeah, I think that, you know, if it's with its friends, then it, you know, is harmless. But I also think that it might be toned down a little bit. You know, you're, you're like, you know, with, with us all being single right now and, and the way we joke around and different stuff like that, it's things that, you know, I'm not going to do like, you know, I'm going to, you know, say on the podcast, we give Jason shit all the time about his ass and his ass on his body, not the ass that he cooks that we like to eat, but that's a different story. God damn. Which reminds me, Jason, um, I thought of you last night at this volunteer event because there were several um, asses that I had to check and put in the thing. Food, food. What, food. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> women's was, asses? It was, it was, it was food. Just to oh, hell. Hey, oh. <laughs> I got Jason all excited for a minute. I know. I'm about to say, you should have sent me a pick of some asses. <laughs> I should have sent you those. Yes. Now that you, now that you say that, I should have sent you pics of And when asses. was this? Yesterday? Yes. Yeah, 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 and yesterday was Thong Thursday. <laughs> God <sorry>. damn. <laughs> Talking about food, Jason's talking about something else right there. Right, God damn. Anyway, so I mean, we've all we, you know, we we like to to tease Jason because Jason thinks he does not have an ass or does not have a nice ass, but you know, he does. He just doesn't like to show it. Some of his genes are, you know, we need to we need to work on that. But that's a whole other story. Um, But anyway, so back to what I was saying before we all got sidetracked. I think that I would tone it down because like now, you know, there's times where Dee and I will walk by and we'll kind of slap Jason's ass or whatever. But if, if he was married and I was married or, you know, one or both of us, it ain't happening. No. Right. It's not going to happen. You know, I'm, I might tease you about it, but it's going to be toned down. Right. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, okay. Here's the, here's the, here's a good one. And I've always wondered about this. What if your partner was having an online relationship with someone but had never met them in person? Is that cheating? Yeah, because you're it's an emotional relationship. You are probably telling this person online things that you would not tell your partner. And it may be like personal things that are going on in your life or how you feel, but mm. it also might be like sexual fantasies that you've never brought to, to your partner, but you're telling this person. Oh, okay. <clears throat> no judgment for me, you yeah. guys. And sometimes when you're speaking to somebody online and you're speaking to them for quite a while, it, it the emotional part could turn into physical where you have video sex with mm. each other. So, yeah, it's it's definitely cheating. Okay. All right. Okay, and and this is my favorite one. Let's say you and your partner are taking a break. <laughs> break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. <laughs> I guess this, we're going back to friends talking about Ross and Rachel now. It was just a break. We were right. on a break. So let's just say if you're taking a break from your relationship and your significant other 
went out on dates with other people. Do you consider that cheating? Fine break and how long? Well, see, I don't know. They didn't specify that. On I this. mean, because, <laughs> because if you're taking a weekend break and they go out with somebody, then that is definitely cheating. So you think it depends on the. But, but I feel like if you're like, if you know, you, you're like, you know, this doesn't seem to be working. Maybe we need to step away for a while and come back at some point. And if that some point is three months or six months, that's not cheating. But if it's a weekend thing, oh no, honey, it's cheating. Okay, what about a month? Because, <clears throat> because, <clears throat> ooh, that apple pie must be stuck in my throat. <clears throat> Need a shot, honey? No, hell no. Uh, yeah, it must be the core of the apple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that cinnamon stick, maybe. They're right, maybe that's it. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, because, you know, I don't do good with big red gum. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... That loses its flavor like five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it was the bomb, though, when you were a kid. Right. <laughs> but, uh... But let's say your significant other said, let's take a break for a month. <laughs> but they went out on dates. Is that cheating? You're giving a time frame. So... Yeah, I feel like that's, if you are giving a time frame, then yeah, I feel like that is cheating. I feel like if you're like, I need to take, let's take a break for a month. It's because you got somebody on the back end. You, there's, you, there's a side piece somewhere that you want to explore more with or something. Okay. So, okay. Okay. I'm finna go there. Y'all know your boy got to play devil's advocate. Okay. So. What do you guys consider as taking a break? I feel, you know, if after... Because, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, let's do this. I'm going to tell you what I think as a man. When you talk... (laughs) I don't like the way y'all looking at me. Jason Jason about to be Ross from Friends. I know. (laughs) Tell us what you think. Yeah, I don't like the way y'all looked at me when I said that. But to me... Bring it, MLB. Okay, when, when... when when me because I me and somebody has taken a break a long time ago. When I hear the word taking a break, it means that we want to make sure that uh you know like we're compatible. You know, we're compatible, like we were really meant to, you know be with each other and so when we decide to take that break i want to test that compatibility out so yeah i'm gonna go out on dates but i don't consider that cheating but here's the thing sometimes if you want to make sure you're compatible with the person you also need to step back and look at yourself and work on yourself a little bit. You have to, yeah, that's you know, true you have to look, you know, and see what is on the inner, you know, not just what's, what's on the outside that, you know, you're seeing, you have to look within you and think about it and see if it's, you know, something in you. That's the reason you want to take that break. You know, you might think that you're not compatible with that person because it's something she's doing, but really it's something within you that is feeling that, 
that, you know, the compatibility is not there. So I feel like you need to kind of work on yourself first if you're going to take a break before you decide to um, take a break and date. Mm. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't think about all that, but. Other words, ladies and gentlemen, Jason's like, if it's a weekend break, I'm going to fuck somebody. There you go. No, no, not a weekend break. No, 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 no. To me, that that's disrespectful. But if it's a month break, I will, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you. Even if it's a month break, I still will not have sex with somebody. But I do want to see if there's somebody out there more compatible than the girl I was dating. To me, that's the whole point of the break. Okay. So say you did not set a time limit. You didn't say, well, let's take a break for a month. You just said, let's take a break. Right. Okay. So y'all take a break. Y'all date other people. And after a month, you decide, you know what? That is my person. I don't consider that cheating because you didn't set a time frame. You just figured out what you actually wanted. Right. So as long as you don't set a time frame for the break, I personally am not going to consider that cheating. I'm going to consider that you figuring out what the hell you want. Now, if you tell me, oh, I want to take a break for six months, I'm going to be like, who you got on the side? Right. And to me, that's going to be cheating. Right. So as long as you don't set a time limit, I'm not going to think of you as cheating on me. I'm going to think of you as finding yourself and finding out what you want. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, yeah. I mean, that was a great analogy. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, 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 I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. But I'm sorry, Jason. I still feel like if you're if you're telling me that I want to take a break for a month, I'm going to be like, hmm, yeah. okay, where's, where's that side piece at? So you think that every time a man asks for a break that, he's already got his mind set on somebody else you're giving no not every time but if you are just like giving that time frame like that then it's almost like you want to see you want to check this person out and you want to have a little bit of fun and the easiest way to do this is to be like hey i need to find myself or you know i feel like things aren't going well let's take a break and you're saying a month you are giving a month because you are giving yourself a month to, to have some fun mm. and and then also you know if, you know, you don't even, you know, you know, or if you say, let's take a break and, you know, and like Jackie said, no time frame or something like that, then, you know, I don't think that I personally, I think within that first month, I would not be, you know, looking to date or anything like that. I would be kind of working on myself to see, you know, what I needed to do to improve. And then after that month, if the break was still on, then yes, then I'm going to start exploring those options. Uh, uh. So, so in other words, you rather for the person not to give a time frame? Is that what you're saying? Correct. 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 Okay. Okay. But okay. And I have I have a question though. Okay. So, also you know, 
what if you're the person that gave the the time limit and said, you know, I need to take a break for, you know, three months or let's take a break because, you know, I need to, to work on things and see if we're compatible, like you said. And what if in two months you come back to your person and be like, you know, can we work it out? I want to be with you. How are you going to feel if that person's like, yeah, in this two months, I've realized that you are not my person. Oh, yeah, I'll be hurt. Yeah, I, I you know, I'll be hurt. Uh, I can at least and, say when me and a uh, 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 ex of mine did it, and it was like when I was in my 20s. Yeah, so now I'm really showing my age, you guys. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we did it. Uh, we did it for two weeks and, uh, uh, we ended up getting back together, you know, but it wasn't, but to me, it wasn't, you know, that I had some side chick or whatever. Uh, and, and it was, and it was actually my decision, you know? So it wasn't like I had some side chick to me. It was just that. I just wanted to make sure she was going to be the right person that was going to, you know, be with me. So, you know, after two weeks, you know, me and her talked it out and, you know, we ended up getting back together. I mean, we eventually broke up, of course, because I didn't marry her. But, uh, but yeah, that, that, that was the only, that was the only time I think that I've ever been in like a situation like that. So did you give a time frame of two weeks or it just happened to be two weeks? It just happened to be two weeks. See, that's okay then. Don't, if you want to break from somebody, don't set a time. Just say, you know, let's, let's take a break for a month. No, just say, let's take a break. Right. That's all you need to say. That way the other person is like, okay. I can handle that. You know, he just needs to find himself, work some things out, you know, figure out what he wants. That's okay. You know, and I'm not going to feel like, oh, he's got a side piece on the side, goddamn asshole and all this other bullshit. Right. You know, she's most likely going to be okay with it. Just don't set a time frame, guys, because that don't work. God dang. All right. And... Here's the last one I have. And this one, I didn't even think this was cheating. But some people say it is. Is watching adult movies cheating? Okay. <clears throat> I have some experience of this with my ex. Now, if you're doing it behind your partner's back, lying to them, hiding it, yes, that is cheating. Oh, shit. That is cheating. And it makes the woman in the relationship feel smaller than small. You make her, you're making her feel inadequate. What do you see in the movies or the magazines that you're hiding from her and lying about that you cannot find in her? Okay. Now, you know, I got to play devil's advocate. Bring it on. <laughs> okay. What if he's looking at the movies for technique purposes. 
Okay. No, 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 because yeah, okay, cause, okay, okay. Uh, see, now, now, now I'm gonna open up a can of worms about myself. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, watching porn taught me how to give better oral sex. I am not gonna lie. Uh, and so, and I've heard the same thing. Uh, you know, I read these articles or whatever. They say a lot of men watch porn for like different positions, different techniques, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What if he's watching it for that and he's just embarrassed to tell you that he's watching it to make the bedroom more enjoyable? You know what? He needs to, to be honest with you. Because otherwise, you're going to feel that he's watching this because he's not satisfied with you. Okay. You know, so if you're watching it to learn new techniques and to learn from it, then you need to let your partner know. But if you're hiding it from them and lying, I'm sorry, that's cheating. And you're making the person you with not feel good about themselves. Dang. Damn. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Put it back to Jay. Bring it on. Okay. Okay. What, what, what if, okay, you know, let's say you guys are having sex every day. What if the, the, the sex schedule never changes? They're still cheap. Because most of, because from what I read, most of the people that watch porn, the sex, the sex schedule changes. So, you know, they sitting up there jacking off and they're like, okay, well, I don't need to have sex with her tonight. I ain't got my rocks off. But his sex schedule never changes. I still feel that he needs to be honest with his partner. Okay. Okay. But I didn't see the reason I'm saying all this is because my ex-husband lied and hid all this shit from me and I lost respect for him. Oh. Uh. So... Okay, that was a good one right there. God damn. All right, Rox, what you got? I don't know if I can follow deck. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty deep. Um, I do think that it depends on the circumstances. If, you know, your partner is aware that you're doing it and it's not being hidden, that's one thing. And if you're sex life doesn't change or becomes more exciting then you know that's that's fine or like you said jason if you know you're doing it to you know learn different technique or position whatever the case may be but if they are hiding it and you don't know anything about it and then also if your sex life becomes non-existent that is cheating or even if they're right. not hiding it but your sex life becomes non-existent right then that's going to make you feel like absolute shit because they would rather jack off to a movie, you know, or whatever, than they would to have sex with you. So that's right. cheating. Right. All right. I totally agree. All right. So, as I always do, you guys, I've done my research. <laughs> This come from the Hustler magazine? Uh, no. <laughs> so, according to marriage.com, <laughs> here are the 10 most common types of cheating. 
All right. So number the number one thing they had listed on their list is cheating sexually, which is obvious. Right. Physical infidelity is one of the most common types of cheating in a relationship. This entails sexual intimacy with somebody that isn't your partner and it is being unfaithful to your partner and it's a breach of a couple's sexual exclusivity. Yeah, so that's easy. Everybody yeah. knows that's cheating. Right, everybody knows that's cheating. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I thought that was going to miss something difficult on that okay here's a good one online affairs is number two an online affair is one of the forms of cheating it is a relationship with intimate and sexual undertones that thrives online through text calls and video calls the parties may not even know themselves apart from the basic information such as age profession and physical appearance from pictures shared uh oh god i don't know what to say about this one uh <laughs> i guess because i could say maybe i had an online affair which i didn't think was an online affair but god damn if you're Texting someone, sexting someone, video chatting someone, and it is, and especially if you are exposing parts of your body that you would not normally expose to people, except for your, you know, significant other, then it's cheating. Right. I can see that, but I, but I guess my thing is, is that, uh, me and this person we wasn't really like sending, you know, any pictures or anything like that, but there was, was it just a lot of like talk though? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. See, there still, was a lot of sexual again, undertone. Yeah. If like there's a lot of, yeah. If there's a lot of sexual undertones, then yeah, it's changed. right. Right. Okay. Here's the third one. Financial infidelity. Financial cheating occurs when a partner doesn't come clean about their spending or savings. For example, they could be going over the monthly budget to purchase gifts for their secret lover. And as a result, will hide their financial statement from their partner. Okay. That can be a problem. Hey, you know what's funny about that? Ooh, I'm about to, ooh, I'm about to tell a quick story. <laughs> Took his glasses off, ladies I know. And gentlemen. It's serious. <laughs> hey, uh, old chief medical officer that was in our department, he would never sign up for direct deposit. We could never understand that. I remember you telling me this story. Yeah, he would never sign up for direct deposit. He wanted a live check. He had to eventually sign up for it because the company was like, no, you need to sign up for direct deposit. But anyway, and so, as I was reading the article one day, they were saying that a lot of people that still want live checks is because they would deposit whatever amount that they want in their account and then take out whatever they wanted to be put in their pocket. So, for instance, if he was cashing a check for 3500 but he was depositing 3000 and putting 500 
in his pocket. So he was telling his significant other, yeah, I'm making 3000 bi-weekly. There ain't no telling what he was doing with that $500. Yeah, he was, and probably um, any raise he got, he was not letting on that he got a raise. So that amount probably would have, you know, grown yearly too, even just a right. little bit. Right, Yeah, so I never understood that till I read the article. But I, you know, I don't know if he was a pervert, but, you know, I just thought it was skeptical that he would never sign up for direct deposit. I think women probably do it because um, it may, I mean, yeah, some probably are hiding their spending habits, but also some may be in an abusive type of relationship and are trying to get out. So they are going to have a, you know, a different checking or savings account that they're significant other doesn't know about or you know not saying how much their check is you know say they're not doing direct deposit but of course everybody nowadays makes you do direct deposit right. really right. um i i mean and it could be for men too but i think it's more common with women that the reason they are hiding finding you know money like the financial cheating so to speak is because they are making plans to get out right all right so here's number four emotional cheating emotional infidelity involves being emotionally attached to someone other than your partner this type of cheating is easily forgiven because it doesn't include physical intimacy but it can also ruin a relationship yes it can i can believe that i can definitely i can definitely believe that uh any of y'all ever experience uh, emotional cheating? Yes. Um, I will admit that I was the person. Um, and what the side piece or the person that got cheated on? I was the person that was involved in the emotional cheating. I was not the person that got cheated on. Oh, okay. Um, but there's a little bit more to this too. Um, so yes, I did. There was, you know, it's started out just as, as friends and then it got to where um confiding in this person more than than i did you know my then husband at the time but when it happened for me it happened during a time that my husband was my then husband um was addicted to meth mm. and so he would be out all the time and he um, the group that he ran around with also happened to include his ex-girlfriend before we ever got together. Dang. And she, they were still pretty buddy, buddy and friendly. So I really felt at the time that he was cheating on me, you know, and even if he wasn't, I think that there was some emotional cheating probably going on and his, you know, on his side as well, uh, especially with his, his addiction and things. And, so, yes, I feel like in some ways, I think I was both. I was the person that had done it and the person that had, you know, been cheated on. Um, and it wasn't a good feeling. Right. You know, I didn't like to think that I was the person that was being cheated on. And then as I did it, it didn't last very long because I just did not feel good about myself. Right. Uh, but, you know, that's been the one and only time. And like I said, it came about because of the, my husband at the time was you know, spending more time everywhere else than he was at home. Right. Damn. 
That was a great, great testimony. All right. Here's number five, and I'm definitely guilty of this, and I hate to say this. At least you're admitting it already. Right. Number five, fantasizing about someone else. It is normal to occasionally and briefly fantasize about a person you find attractive, but letting your mind wander and dream of acts that can lead to action can be considered cheating. Uh, I don't know if she listens to this podcast. Uh, you know, we're friends on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into this because I don't want her to know, you know, who she is. I don't want nobody to figure out who she is. But this was a co-worker. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. And Lord have mercy. Uh, Me and her used to cut up and stuff. And ooh, ooh, she 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 was very attractive. And it got to the point I already knew that uh I had to keep myself in check because I would I would put on my best clothes to come into work because I knew I was gonna see it. And and the best cologne, your favorite cologne. Yeah, be, yeah, best yeah. cologne, everything. Uh-huh. You know, and uh yeah. yeah, so it got it got to the point I was like, you know, Jason, what the fuck are you doing? And so I had to literally sabotage the friendship. Our friendship. You know, it, it was almost like mm-hmm. I had to be a snob to make her hate me. Yeah. Uh just so you know. That that bond was no longer there, because when it got to the point where my wife saw it, yeah, yeah, you know, even though you know, even though she said that she could see it too, um, because she had come to the office, yeah, uh, and you know, she was completely fine with it, but I wasn't fine with right. it because she didn't know what I was going through because I really had thought about cheating, mm-hmm. you know. Here I am married and she's engaged about to get married, Mm -hmm. you know? So it was a fucked up scenario. So the only way I could get out of it was I had to make her hate me and it worked. You, you almost let that work by work husband relationship go too far. Right. Because I mean, let's be real. Everybody has, you know, those people in the office that are your work wife, work husband, work brother, sister, mom, son. I mean, there's there was somebody at my work, we worked in the office when I worked in the office years ago, that I was his work mom. He would tell you that. And the first time my kids were with me and I'd went into the office and he comes through and he sees me and he's like, Hey mom, how you doing? My kids are like, Who the fuck is that? And why is he calling you mom? Right. But but anyway, um yeah, you you almost let that relationship go too far. And I'm glad you recognize that. And I think that there is also a difference between um, fantasizing about someone, you know, that there is that higher probability that something would happen versus fantasizing about say JLo, you know, Jason, who, you know, no offense, but you know, that's going to be a fantasy. Right. Yeah, that's definitely fantasy. Um, 
but yeah, if that goes too far, it can be considered cheating because if you're thinking it at some point, there's a possibility it's going to be acted upon. Right. You know, uh, you know, now as you was talking about like, you know, work moms or whatever, see work, you know, I, I, I've had a work mom, but I was never physically attracted you know, to my work, mom. Right. It was just same. You know, it was just it, exactly. But you know, you know just you, you seeking have, information. You have those different relationships, though, even with the people at work, and you do have that, like that work mom or whatever that you can go to for certain things, right? But then you do have that, you know, that work husband or wife, right? And yeah, and that's I mean, where I was getting it. Yeah, and so I mean, like. I, you know, when I was in the office, there was, you know, someone who I was, you know, he was like, well, yeah, Rox is my work, you know, wife. And I'm like, yeah, he's my work husband. And it was just because we were, worked, you know, so well together and so close together and talked all the time. And I mean, even one year, like we went to the Christmas party together. Right. You know, and granted, I was, you know, here in Nashville and single, but still, you know, had I been, you know, married or even, you know, dating somebody that wouldn't have happened because right. I would have seen that is, is cheating. And it was like that one step closer to something actually happening, that, happening that was physical. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Ooh, All right. let's go to, uh, number six, you guys. Okay. Number six, a physical affair without sex is considered cheating. Many people ask, is kissing cheating yes. when in a relationship? I know this is dumb. That's the stupidest Just thing ever. kissing someone who isn't your partner can be regarded as cheating. I always consider that cheating. If you kiss somebody and you dating me, I can tell you, you by the way to kick rocks. Right. Yeah, so that's easy. Not me. Kick rocks, literally. Not this rock. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't kick my co-host rocks. <laughs> All right, so let's move to number seven. Okay, this is almost like number five. Number seven, having romantic feelings for someone else. Having feelings for someone other than your partner can be considered cheating if such yeah. feelings are acted upon. This can be done by devoting your time to them and spending your savings to buy them expensive gifts. I can at least say, you guys, I've never done that. I haven't either. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, you know, that's definitely, you know, that is definitely a form of cheating. Right. I can understand you I can understand, you know, the expensive gifts. Oh, that's definitely cheap. But uh, you know, uh you know, uh doing the feelings thing, hell, I I mean, how would you know? Well, at least how would the other lady know? Hell. All right. I mean, they you know. The other person might not know, but also it depends. I mean, if if there's little comments you start making or actions start changing, whether it's to that person or even to your significant other, you know, if you're talking more about this person, you know, like just like, oh, yeah, so-and-so at work today and this and that, then they're going to take that as, oh, there's, you know, there's more, you know, going on or going to be going on. Mm. All right. 
Okay. Now, here is a war. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I read all of these before we record the podcast. I didn't ever think about this. I don't agree with it, but I understand. Here is number eight. It, number eight sign of cheating. Pouring your time and intention into a hobby. You can cheat on your partner with a hobby or interest. Devoting your attention and time to a hobby instead of your partner can constitute cheating. Instead of spending time with your partner, you will play games, engage in physical activities, or spend the weekend working. Well, I don't consider that cheating. But here's the thing. If you are putting more of your time and effort into those things like, you know, gaming or whatever, you are taking away from time with your spouse. And and if the only time your spouse is seeing at you is when you walk in the door and say, hey, honey, have dinner and then go sit in your, you know, your man cave and play games all night. Yeah, because where is the physical connection? Where is the mental and emotional connection? Nothing is happening because you're giving it all to the game. And especially if you're playing online live games with your buddies and maybe even, you know, there might even be some females in there and you're talking shit and everything to them, but you're not communicating with your spouse. Okay. But but to me, that's not cheating though. You just decompressing. But if you are decompressing every night for hours at a time, why are you not decompressing in the bedroom with your wife and having sex? Hello, that's a good stress reliever. Okay, okay, okay. That's that's a good answer. Okay, but let's say you're willing to decompress, but you just want to decompress later. Okay, let me tell you where I'm going with this. Jason been there, done that. I can yeah, tell. yeah, yeah. I I've been there, done that. When ooh ooh, I'm I'm talking too much on this goddamn podcast. You but, always say but, that. You yeah, never talk too I, much. Well, just, what, 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 just what, open your mouth, but put stuff. I, I, I have to go there because one thing that I love about doing the podcast, I keeps it real. Okay, when I was married. I know when I was married, uh, when, when I came home, you know, I was the first person that came home. And of course I had, you know, I had to pick up the kids or whatever. So when I came home, uh, I, you know, I picked up the kids and then because I was the first person there, I did all the cooking, make sure, uh, the I kids want you to was, do all the cooking anyway, because hello, if you see Jason's social medias, Jason's a hell of a cook. Oh hell yeah, yeah! I'll make y'all mouth water, you guys. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, okay. So I picked up the kids. I will start dinner. Then once dinner was finished, I'll make sure I check the boys' homework. Uh, make sure they took a shower, got to bed, and then by this time. It's about eight, nine o'clock. And so my decompression time was getting on the video game, you know, on the PlayStation. Uh, uh, You know, my wife didn't like that, you know, because I would go to bed. Like I would, you know, get in a couple of games and I would go to bed. Was it an every night thing? 
It was damn near. Okay, so here's my other question: Is like, was your wife like literally working longer hours than you? Just an hour longer, but but at the same time, I think her commute was longer. Okay, so when does she have time to decompress then? Because I understand that you're doing all this stuff, but even if it was vice versa, because usually it's you know it's really the male that is right the longer commute and everything else and the female is taking care of the kids in the house and whatever else right but still yet regardless both people need time to decompress right because commutes suck especially in nashville right right well her decompress was see when she got home she didn't have to worry about anything you know she didn't have to cook she didn't have to check the kids homework or anything, because I already taken care of. Why didn't you at least leave some things for her? Because I couldn't. Because the 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 the, the see the thing about it, the kids' bedtime was at nine o'clock. Okay, when was she getting home from work then? About five, maybe six ish, something like that. So she could have checked homework. Yeah, but you know she could have. But yeah, yeah. So you know, so I can say some of it was my fault. Yeah, I probably should have put more responsibility on her. But anyway, to you know, just to uh, shorten this. But once the kids went to bed at nine o'clock, hell, I got on the bed. I'm like, shit, I'm finna chill you know you know sometimes i ain't even get on on the playstation to play mad sometimes i may watch a horror movie may watch you know catch up on a reality show or whatever (laughs) and uh, he still does now (laughs) right and uh me and her had a rift about it but uh we went to see we we sought counseling Mm -hmm. you know because our marriage was falling apart and the damn counselor agreed with me. That's interesting. Yeah. Because at first I didn't want to go because I'm like, okay, this is a female counselor. I'm already outnumbered. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, if you are doing everything and she's not helping at all when she comes home, then I can see you needed that you need to decompress. Um, so, yeah, Jason, partially from my eyes as an outsider right now, um, I feel that you should have put more back on her to help you in those evenings. Well, and that, that's then, that's what that's what the uh, counselor said, and we tried to do that, and it didn't work out. And then also, I mean, maybe not game every night. Maybe not watch a horror movie every night. Yeah, but maybe that for for me to or be set a, or set a time limit say okay it's nine o'clock kids went to bed i'm gonna do xyz until 10 o'clock right. and then i'm gonna go spend time with her even if you know that means i'm going to bed with her at least you know she's still awake we can chat we can do right. whatever yeah we can you know have that downtime together and right. regroup as a couple yeah but the, the compromise was not there i'm telling you that right now uh yeah the compromise was not there and i think that's that's what led to my uh, downfall of my marriage because uh, me and her, you know, we had a, uh, you know, we was trying to compromise some stuff where like she would cook some day where I could like decompress as soon as yeah. I get home or whatever. No, it didn't work. It did not I work. S- 
I honestly think that that's probably um, the demise of a lot of relationships. Right. Is when the, the um, a lot of the the duties of the household and such are falling on one person to one person only, and then there's no compromise um, from the other person. Right. You know, and even if it may have worked if you would have given it time, but it may have been like, oh, she's like, oh, this isn't working. Or you'd be like, oh, this isn't working. We need to go back to what we were doing before. So sometimes things need time to work themselves through and work themselves out. But I really believe that probably um, things falling onto one person, one person only in a household is a lot of the reasons why sometimes marriages fall apart. Right. All right. So number nine is micro-cheating. And so when I first saw this, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Okay, so micro-cheating involves developing inappropriate and intimate connections outside your relationship. This is one of the common types of cheating in a relationship, and it consists of stalking your ex on social media or having an active online profile on a dating site or flirting with other people. God damn. Damn. Interesting. First of all, if you're stalking your ex, that is scary <laughs> and a little creepy. Um, yeah, and see, my thing is, is uh, yeah, yeah, if you got a profile. My on- God, if you got a profile, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Right. Especially if my friends come to me and the Jackie comes to me and be like, Rocks, I saw Jason on Bumble. And I'll be like, what the fuck? And she's like, yeah, just out of curiosity, I swiped, you know. And then she's like, and I matched with him. I'm going to come kick your fucking ass, Jason. Right. I'm going to go out and buy Jackie drinks, and her and I are going to have drinks. And I'm going to kick your ass and key your car, probably. God damn. (laughs) God damn. Okay, yeah, so. Don't fuck with our Roxy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't understand that. Hey, that was obvious. All right, so the last one is commemorative fidelity. And so I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this too? Yeah, commemorative fidelity. Commemorative cheating happens when a person has fallen out of love and has no feelings for their partner, but they remain in the relationship because of an obligation. God damn. Now, I can see that. Because been there, done that. Right. Because there's a lot of people, they will stick in a relationship just because of the kids. Or a dog. Yeah, oh, yep, dog, yep, all kind of shit. Uh, it could be, you know, financial reasons. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that shit. Yeah. God Been there. Damn. Done that. God damn. Um, probably definitely been there to that. Um, I know how to start this one. Um, take your time. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to decide what details I want to include and what I want to leave out. Um, I think mine was a combination of financial and because of my kids. Um, And then I applied for a job that was going to move me and not just move me, but move me out of state. And um, 
you know, I took the job. And at the same time, I'm like, how are my kids going to react to this? And I was more so worried about the youngest one, honestly. Right. Um, Because she was, you know, grade school at the time. And so, um, you know, sat him down and, you know, kind of talked to him and stuff. And I remember the day I got the call. And actually, I think it was a text from somebody. It was a text from this person. And I can vividly remember where I was at at the time, too. I'm sitting in an exam room at a children's hospital in St. Louis, or in St. Louis because Madison was there for her um, every three-month asthma checkup and stuff. And so we were there, and I got this text. And, of course, you know, I'm off work for the day. And this text says, are you ready to move to Nashville? And I'm like, what? Are you serious? And she's like, yeah. She's like, you're going to be offered tomorrow mm. when you get back in the office. And so I'm just like in disbelief and, and everything. I'm like, wait, what? And my kids are there. And my oldest one looked at me and said, if you do not accept this job and move, I'm not talking to you ever again. Damn. Because... <laughs> He knew that, you know, things were bad and had been for a long time. Um, by this time, my ex was, was you know, drug-free and had been clean for many years and stuff. But we had done it all and, and things just weren't working. So at this point, we were just kind of living as roommates and in the home with our kids. Um, so, yeah, I can see where people would stay for financial reasons and with kids. And then um, the hardest thing for me was we gave our youngest the choice, whether she wanted to move to Nashville with me or stay in Missouri with her dad. Right. Um, I did not fight it because again, he'd been clean and he, I mean, he, you know, complete, you know, turnaround and stuff. And he's not looked back since. So it's been, you know, 20 plus years I think at this point that he's been he's been clean um but it was just one of those things the hardest thing for me was to let her stay right and I you know when it came down to it I looked at it and I'm like she's only going to know me in Nashville and like the people that she does know through my work that she's met right if she stays where she's at in Missouri then she has family she has both sets of grandparents within five miles she has you know her dad's brothers both of them within five miles you know my sister that i'm closest to and she's closest to like all family that she's closest to was like within five miles so i knew she was going to be well taken care of right and she was uh but yeah i can definitely see staying for financial reasons and for the kids because that's what i did for a long time and when i did move down here again you know maddie stayed with her her dad and Zach was headed off to college anyway and stuff. That was his first year of college, but it was still hard. You know, right. it was still hard. And I will admit that um, it's probably one of the reasons why my daughter is in therapy and has, you know, seen a counselor. And and I know that and I realize that and we have discussed that. Um, but we've also come to terms that we are both pretty sure had we lived in the same house when she was a teenager, one of us wouldn't have survived. Mm. All right. All right. 
Any closing remarks before we end this podcast? I've just said a lot tonight that I hadn't planned on saying. Right. <laughs> to both. <laughs> God damn. For the world. All right. So, you guys, thanks for listening to the goddamn podcast. We'll see you next week. And the only thing I got to say is, God uh, damn. damn. You playing that cheating game only leads to hurt and pain and cause each other unhappy days. Cheating in the next room. them soon Talking softly on the telephone Making plans to go out and do Room. Making plans to meet them soon.